0: to the Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley,
1: 1017, 1035, and 1460 WRAD. The Tim Donnelly Show continues on this Valentine's Friday. First of all, it's awesome that Valentine's falls on a Friday. I'm just throwing that out there, right? Because when it falls on like a Tuesday, you got to do something, right? You got to go out, you got to go to dinner, you got to... Catch a movie, and then you're tired on Wednesday. And then you're tired on Thursday, right? But on a Friday, it's like, heck, you'd be going out anyway. You'd be having fun anyway. You'd be staying up late anyway. So it's an awesome deal that Valentine's fell on a Friday. Happy for everybody out there. Go enjoy it. the The other thing is, uh, I'm sure get I we do if we do the dinner thing, we do the dinner thing at home. Uh, you know, the home cooked. But if you're looking for a reservation, I have to imagine. Friday, February 14th was booked up at most places banana lands ago, just a long time ago. Oh yeah, no doubt. So, so let me suggest something, a little home cooked meal. Every guy should have one meal that they can cook. That is a little bit fancier than what people would think you could cook. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do you have one?
0: No, you need to get one. I have like no cooking skills you, at all.
1: You just need, to go find your friend that's a good cook and have them teach you one thing, memorize it. I'm talking like you don't need the recipe in front of you. Memorize it and, and get good at judging the the measurements. If it calls for a half cup, be able to just look at it in a cup and get it. It's like the most impressive thing in the world, right? Just grab a pinch of pinch of stuff and throw it in there rather than having to measure, measuring a teaspoon out every time. Like just just get really really good at making one dish, one singular dish and use it for for uh big big uh, events only birthdays, Christmases, family come into town that kind of stuff. We have a caller on the line it looks like we have a big old big old smile from Lobro. All right, Lobro come on Lobro's now, now let, let's get the caller on the line bros whispering sweet nothings to whoever the caller is. Uh, it's the Baker Team Hotline. Who are we talking to?
0: Talking to Fred on the Baker Team Hotline.
1: All right, Fred, what's going on, my man?
0: Hey, Tim and Lobro. Uh, great Friday, weekend party, and uh, can't get no better than that. But anyway, this is Fred the Gourmet guy called Okay. Okay. Uh, I just heard you say that every guy ought to have one dish that they can make. Absolutely. And the one I'm suggesting is chicken parmesan. Okay. With flavored pasta. Artesian bread, nice uh, Greek salad, and a nice bottle of the bubbly.
1: Now, is that is that easy enough that it's realistic for someone that's not a chef? Yeah,
0: but I'd give you a secret option. You go to one of the delis. At, uh, <laughs> I won't mention the names of the okay. uh, grocery stores. But uh, you can get just enough and have en- enough pots and pans to transfer them in. And she goes, oh, sweetie, you made this for me? <laughs> And uh you know, a little white lie never hurts. And <laughs> I'm sure she'd appreciate it. And if you do
1: the dishes afterwards, she'll melt. Exactly. The dishes okay, are a big man. deal. Appreciate Yo. it, Fred. Hey, you have a great weekend. That is a a, a a low a low key fact. You need to do the dishes after. Which means you should get very good at remember what I was saying like remember the you don't need a measuring cup and stuff? The better you are, the less dishes you'll make because you don't have to, you know, get, get out, out the teaspoon, these. get out the measuring cup, get out the this, get out the that, one for dry, one for for wet. There's you don't have to do any of that, right? You don't have to do any of that.
0: So wait, art, is it artesian bread or is it artisan? I always thought it was artisan.
1: I think I think artesian might be like the fancy way to say it. I don't know. That's I again awesome. I'm not I'm not a fancy I, eater. Oh, I don't but know I, either. So but I I have like them. two or yeah. three meals that I could I could throw together. Uh, before we get too far into this, let's go ahead and, and jump into gotcha covered. Make sure you guys are caught up in everything going on in the sports world.
0: No one has time to catch all the
1: games. Don't worry. Tim will get you covered. And we're going to start by getting you covered with the biggest news of the upcoming weekend. You may think it's golf. You may think it's the NBA All-Star Game. You may think it's college football recruiting. You may think it's all of these other things. The Astros. Oh, no, no, no. It is the XFL week number two. Four more games. And get this. Two of the games are between undefeated teams. There's only eight teams in the, eight teams in the league, but all four that won last weekend are matched up against each other. The New York New York Guardians are taking on the D.C. Defenders in D.C. Both are one and O, oh, which means two of the most recognizable names in the league, Cardale Jones he who won a national championship at Ohio State, and Matt McGloin, he who started half a season in the NFL with the Oakland Raiders, are going up against each other. That's right, by the end of this week, there will be one less undefeated team in the XFL. The other one and versus 1-0 battle features the St. Louis Battlehawks, led by Jordan Tamu and uh, Demorne Pearson L, and the Houston Roughnecks, which of course are my team and likely yours as well because it has Cam Phillips Former Hokie on the Houston Roughnecks. Those two teams, again, 1-0 and each. By the end of this week, the, the undefeated teams will be cut in half, but we can guarantee that going into week three, there will be at least two undefeated squads in the XFL. The four teams that did not win last week, Tampa Bay Vipers, Seattle Dragons, Dallas Renegades, LA Wildcats, they will all also be playing this weekend as the XFL gets week number two started. Zion Williamson for the second consecutive game put up a quote-unquote career high. Feels a little crazy calling it a career high considering he's been playing for 11 games or whatever it's been. Um, But he put up 32 points, and in the process, made himself the youngest player in NBA history. From the beginning of the NBA till now, he is the youngest player to score 20 plus points in six consecutive games. Now that includes the likes of Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. Uh, Tracy McGrady some of these guys that went straight from high school to the pros Zion did not do that did play the one year at Duke but he is still the youngest player to score 20 plus points in six straight games I think it's time we start talking about him as a dark horse candidate to win the the rookie of the year award even though he was not around for the first part of the season. Moving right along, the Astros were forced to apologize by public perception, and they got up in front of a podium and, or in front of their lockers, and just like a six-year-old whose mom said, you go apologize, they walked up there and said the words with absolutely no meaning behind them at all. They might as well have gone, oh, sorry, and then run into the other room to keep creating mischief. They did not come across as sincere at all, and that includes owner Jim Crane, who basically said, we cheated, but that didn't affect anything. We would have won anyway without the cheating. First of all, I completely disagree. Uh, why would you cheat if it didn't affect anything? Second of all, have some contrition, show some remorse. You know this is a PR battle. A lot of conversations about what's going to go on with the Astros when they get in the batter's box this upcoming year. Uh, many people expecting a ton of bean balls, which essentially means 95-mile-an-hour fastballs to the face in order for them to get a little bit of payback. Now, if you listen to this show, you know that I think that is ridiculous. It is dangerous, and, I, and as a pitcher, I would not potentially want that blood on my hands knowing that if someone got seriously hurt, I had done it on purpose. But what I will say is, is if you are baseball and you quote-unquote self-govern and you let the players take care of it and you're not going to punish any of the players that cheated, then I think you have to expect the self-governing system, which is the 95-mile-an-hour fastball to the face, is going to take care of what you refuse to take care of. So if I were the Astros, one thing I would get used to doing uh, is is fighting. (laughs) I'd have to get used to charging them out. And if you look at the Hokies today, or I should say tomorrow when they take on Pittsburgh, priority number one is simply get a win. The Hokies have lost six of their last seven. They were 13-4 and at one point in time. Now they have 10 losses and 14 wins. So that can just show you where their season has gone. So by any means necessary, get Landers Nolley, get Tyrese Radford, get Jalen Cohn going offensively. Pittsburgh is very much a good matchup for the Hokies. No one over six feet, six inches tall averages more than five points for Pittsburgh. Their three leading scorers are all underclassmen for Pittsburgh, which means many of their weaknesses match up with the Hokies' weaknesses. The Hokies can go ahead and get a win, knock knock themselves off that schneid if they do what they're supposed to do this weekend. That is Got You Covered here on the Tim Donnelly Show, WRAD, 101.7, 103.5, 1460 AM every weekday from 6 to 9. Lobro joining me here inside the Mockadoos studio. Astros forced to apologize. And I, when I say forced to apologize, I don't mean you know the league mandated them to apologize. I mean public perception required that they acknowledge their roles. Right? That no, the, the questions were not going to stop being asked until someone from the Astros came out and said something representing the players. And as you heard me say in, in Gotcha Covered, they could not have been more disingenuous. Right? They, they, they looked like the little kid who was apologizing for something they didn't feel they had to apologize for. Right? apologizing for the broken window when you weren't the one that threw the ball through the window, but your mom made you apologize just because you were playing in the game. I'm sorry. Can I go now? No. I'm I'm very sorry that I broke. Can I go now? That's what the Astros seem like. Can we go on? Can Can I go? Can I play? Can I play? Can I play? And the thing is, if you're the Astros and you knew they were going to go out there and, and use those prepared statements and be just hollow-eyed and not seem real, if you knew they were going to do that, why make them apologize? It's it's
0: not even like – it doesn't even make the public feel better. The we're league, about this right now.
1: The league didn't punish you, right? There was no suspension for the players. So so if, you, if you're not going to apologize in a way that anyone with a pulse would believe, right, I mean – not even their fans could be watching that, going like, "They're showing remorse. I'm proud of them. I, I can tell that they've uh, come to grips with their actions and they're ready to move forward in a more positive light." Like, no, not even their their family could believe that watching those apologies. I mean, why even call attention to it if you're just going, you're just stirring the pot, you know? Just you can either deny, deny, deny. You can no comment, no comment, no comment, or you can actually s- show that you you. Regret your actions, but you can't do what they did. Again, 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 I've said this 100 million times. Fans might be fanatical, right? It's where the word comes from. Fans might be, you know, a little disillusioned, right? The Fans might believe they play a bigger role in the success of a team than they do. Fans might understand that their connection to a team is a little kooky, but they aren't stupid. Right, fans as a whole are society, right? There's there's good apples, bad apples, smart apples, dumb apples, but as a whole they're not dumb. And if you treat them as if they're dumb, they're going to be very 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 disrespected. And the Astros treated us like we were dumb. Right? Like like uh when they were behind closed doors be- before that media availability, they were looking around going, <laughs> "No, here's what we're no, they'll believe us. Trust me. They'll believe us. <laughs> listen, listen, just say, sorry. <laughs> no, seriously, they're going to believe us. It's going to be great. No, we cheated. We won a World Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's tell them. How about this? Ready? How about this? Let's tell them the cheating didn't affect the game. <laughs> <laughs> tell them we're so good we would have won anyway. Uh, no, no, let's get the owner to say it. Let's get the owner to say it. All right, where's Jim Crane? Jim, 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 come here, come here. Here, listen, listen. Say we shouldn't be held account. Uh, sh- say we shouldn't be held accountable. <laughs> oh, they're idiots. They'll believe anything we say. And then they go out and they say, "Oh, guess what? Uh we won the World Series because we're a good baseball team, and the cheating did. We would have won anyway." <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I'm very sorry. Um, our actions. Uh, sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Any other questions? <laughs> As soon as they got behind, they completely bought it. They checked Twitter. Wait a second. Nobody, nobody it. bought it, guys. Nobody bought it. They saw right through us. Gosh, the cheating doesn't have an impact. Then why did you cheat? That's. I mean, that's the only question you need. What should other teams do moving forward? Now the Astros have made a mockery of the sport. They made a mockery of fans. They made a mockery of the World Series themselves. Too. Ooh. What do what. Should other teams do when they're up six to one? It's the sixth inning, there are two outs, it's an early season baseball game, and Alex Bregman steps into the batter's box. What should they do? That's the next question to ask when we come back.
0: Low bro doesn't know
1: the weather. And as always, Logan is not a
0: licensed meteorologist. If you couldn't tell, but your forecast includes more of the Tim Donnelly show on
1: WRAD. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, 101.7, 103.5, 1460 AM as well. It is the weekend, everybody, if you count Friday the weekend. Uh, some do, some don't. Uh, either way, this weekend, grab yourself a Dos Equis, uh, stretch the truth, and keep it interesante. Because after all, Dos Equis is the only beer that inspired the very first two-point conversion the only beer that inspired the one and only benjamin franklin to tear down a goalpost uh, it is it, it is the only beer that inspires you to stretch the truth with your friends and family keep it interesante and as always always drink responsibly Dosecchi's. it's like when you uh it's like what fred was saying earlier when you go out and you buy the uh <laughs>
0: buy the fettuccini from the deli and then you say it's yours i mean you grab yourself a dosekis
1: and you stretch that truth Just and flip say it, it yours. over into a pan and, and heat it up and well i slaved all day it's more difficult, at least for me, like, right. I I, like, that's like a girlfriend move, right. Or a, a newly dating move when you invite them over to your house or to your apartment for a, uh, a home cooked meal. Like they don't know what you've been doing all day. Right. Like I live with my wife. She sees me on the couch all day. If, if suddenly, you know, I run out to get food to cook dinner and I come back and we're eating 10 minutes later, she, she's going to know that, uh, you know, there there was some shadiness going on.
0: I didn't even think about that. So I I
1: would really have to play it up to where like, you know, I'm just in the kitchen clanging pans around for a couple of hours before I then go, hey, we're it's all done. It's been been in the oven at 400 for the last hour. It's like uh, you know,
0: kind of just find a way to distract her. Like, hey, I got you this uh, coupon to I don't know what do like, uh, get uh, for a hairstylist. Go get your hair done, and then she comes home. You got that fettuccine out there in the pan. Whoa, you're that's see,
1: amazing! You're spending more of my money, I see. People can't see you shrug your shoulders on the radio, low bro. <laughs> Fine, uh, shoulder let, shrug. Let's talk about the Astros. Uh, the Astros. The question is, should other teams throw at the Astros in a game early in the season? Outcome not really in doubt. Say you're beating the Astros six to one, seven to one. It's the sixth inning, two outs. Alex Bregman comes to the plate. Do you rear back and fire a 96-mile-an-hour fastball into his back, into his hip, into his thigh, into his shoulder, right? How aggressive do you get? Now, normally I am against this. Lobro, you will vouch for this. I think it's stupid that the unwritten rules of baseball are governed by throwing projectiles at another player at high rates of speed. It's stupid. It's dangerous, and eventually someone's going to get seriously hurt and the pitcher is going to know in their heart of hearts that they were trying to throw at that guy. And that is going to mess with his head. And, and, and I'm against it. But at the same time, if baseball isn't going to step in and govern, meaning baseball isn't going to step in and tell these players you're suspended or make them pay their due to baseball society, then they are depending upon pitchers governing the sport. If 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 you are going to be a sport that self-governs itself, then it is time for justice, right? If this were hockey, guess what? Alex Bregman would be in the penalty box all year next year because every team's goon would be coming off the bench to light him up and he would have to fight back. The same thing is going to happen in baseball. Every team's third relief pitcher who needs a week off anyway is going to put one 96-mile-an-hour into his back walk to the dugout and say, thanks, I'm going to go on vacation for a couple days. It's going to happen because baseball is making it happen. If the executive front office, league office won't punish the players, they're going to get punished somehow. I think it's stupid that it's going to happen that dangerously. I think it's dumb that it's going to happen with projectiles going near someone's face or back or or lungs or whatever body part they're gonna try to hit but but it's going to happen these players will not get away scot-free they cheated the game out of a world series and they cheated other players out of playoff runs they're not going to get away like the you know the guys at the end of oceans 11 who just skip into the distance with all of their money it's not gonna happen that way there's no george clooney's on the astros Take a break when we come back. Time for bold predictions. Go ahead and stick around. Tim Donnelly Show continuing on the talk of the New River Valley. Do you want to remind everybody about Collision Plus as you head into this weekend? The last thing you need for Valentine's Day is a, a big old dent in the car. So uh, if it does happen, though, you know, it's not the end of the world just call collision plus and they can take care of it. Uh, enjoy the weekend, right? Still, still do everything for your significant other that you were hoping to do. And then on Monday, go ahead and give a call to collision plus 540-953-3910. That's 540-953-3910. And they will take care of it since 1991. collision plus has provided provided top all, top. All right. We're going to start this whole thing over. Ready? Uh, Since 1991, Collision Plus has provided top quality auto body repair for customers in the greater New River Valley. Collision Plus has a national limited lifetime repair warranty, refinish, and workmanship guaranteed on all completed repairs for as long as the customer owns the repaired vehicle. Warranty is non-transferable. Warranty does not cover items including, but not limited to, rock chips, bird droppings, parking lot dings, etc. That is all from Collision Plus. Again, that phone number 953 3910. Wait a second. Can bird droppings cause dings? Uh I guess. I think well I don't I think you're thinking of bird droppings in, in the term of <laughs> like bird droppings. Oh, you're I'm, not like birds like falling. I'm thinking like if a bird is carrying a stick, carrying a dead mouse and drops it. I like was... a vulture. You're thinking of like a pigeon doing its business.
0: Uh, yeah okay we're uh, we're definitely on the wrong page or I' are not on the wrong <laughs> page. I'm definitely anymore. on the wrong page but that's a. Uh, I I was like I it had me in shock for a second I was like hold on I'm
1: never parking my car under a tree again we're just gonna move on we're just we're just we're just gonna we're just gonna push on through uh and pretend like that one didn't happen uh it is time for bold predictions bold predictions is a game we play every Friday where I make some bold predictions or what I think are bold predictions um, and unlike other shows that just say, "Oh, I'm gonna make a bold prediction," um, I believe that LeBron James is gonna score five points. Um, that's not Ba-ba-ba. bold at all. They go crazy, and it's like that's not bold. So we've installed it a checks and balances system where I make what I believe is a bold prediction. If it is, if it is in fact a bold prediction, due to our judge of this game, Lowbro, you will hear this. And if it is not bold, you will hear this. <laughs> Followed by... Go bolder. And I will, in real time, have to find a way to make my prediction bold enough that it gets a bell. Are we ready? We're ready. Aaron Gordon dominates the dunk contest. Aaron Gordon. Aaron is, he, Gordon. is he
0: the one that did the uh, mascot over the mascot yes. dunk?
1: Mm, man. But, but, ah, oh, man. Okay. I mean, he's He's already good dominates the dunk contest with at least 250s. 50s is a perfect score. How often does it happen though? Um you I actually just saw on YouTube you can watch a video of every single 50 in dunk contest history going back to like you know Jordan, Dominique Wilkins, Dr. J. You can watch every single 50 on a YouTube video that lasts um Oh Hold on, we got a conversation to have after this. Uh, we can watch the whole thing in 17 minutes.
0: Hmm, so there's a decent amount.
1: Over the last 50 years. Okay. You know what? Forget it. Uh, Dwight Howard wins the dunk contest. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, got to give a shout-out to uh, a Twitter user that we have here. At um, 92 Hokey said, Bird droppings is what you thought. Ah, uh, it eats through the paint if not cleaned off quickly, Wow, interesting. So I mean, whatever those birds are eating they need to get their diet right so they don't mess up my it's car eating through the eating through the paint. See that's uh, that's good to know cause normally I'm the guy that's just like I wait for a rainstorm, yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm just waiting. ah uh, but but hey, maybe now, that, maybe that's eating away at my paint. Now I'm checking my car out there outside <laughs> to see if there's anything on it. Ah, uh, next bold prediction comes in from uh that's hilarious by the way thank you to Wayne that's awesome uh this this year is the last time for the next 15 years that Zion Williamson is not an all-star hang on a second run that by me one more time this season he's not an all-star okay this is the last time for the next 15 years he is not an all-star so the next time he's not an all-star will be 2036 that's bold. You're, that's far-reaching, man. That's, that's assuming he even stays in that long, too. Yeah, I mean, he could easily get hurt. But that's it's crazy. bold. It's bold. It I, think, is pretty I bold. think he's good enough if he stays healthy. Uh, the Roughnecks offense throws for 400-plus yards this weekend. Keep in mind, nobody in the XFL in Week 1 threw for 300. My guy, June Jones. I, I was actually just looking this up. Here's uh <laughs> I know even less about the XFL. So June Jones is the the, the coach of the Roughnecks. A lot of my football fandom stems from my time going to watch June Jones-led offenses at the University of Hawaii. Timmy Chang is one of the all-time statistical passing leaders in NCAA history. Cole Brennan is one of the all-time statistical passing leaders in, in NCAA history. And that's seven years of my childhood watching those guys sling the rock. I was just looking it up. 2002, Hawaii versus Nevada. I was watching the game. It was one of my first in-person college games. Uh, Hawaii put up 59 points, and Timmy Timmy Chang threw the ball all over the lot. That's what June Jones does. I think as time goes along, the Roughnecks offense, with Cam Phillips, former Hokie, as one of the main characters in the the receiving game, is just going to keep exploding. Uh, Defenses always start ahead of offenses. The first scrimmage in any training camp, the defense always thinks they're the 85 Bears because defenses just get in sync faster than offenses. As the offenses catch up, expect the Roughnecks to go banana sandwich, slinging the rock around the yard because that's what they do. Cam Phillips do for a big game, 400 plus yards passing for them, Roughnecks all day, every day. Next, Tiger, Eldrick, Tiger Woods, have you heard of him? Oh yeah, this yeah. guy wears he wears red on Sundays. It's a really good golfer. Won the Masters last year. Yeah, he wins the Genesis Invitational. I'm gonna give you that one. He he had the opportunity yesterday to have a bonkers first round. Eagle, birdie, birdie. He's four under on the front nine. Bogey two on the back nine. He's sitting whatever it is seventeenth in the mix. Definitely has the striking. Tiger man. Tiger, tiger. Say it one more time for me. Tiger. tiger. Thank you. Uh, Red Sox missed the playoffs.
0: When's the last time they missed the playoffs?
1: Um, this past year. I think. Actually, wait, yeah, wait. Hang on. Yeah, they traded their best player. They still have a gigantic payroll. They still have J.D. Martinez and Xander Bogarts and. Rafael Devers and Nathan Iovaldi oh. and Chris Sale and
0: I would like you to know that the bell is irrever or the buzzer is irreversible. So you have to well, make it more. Well, that's
1: not true at all. It is, everything in life is reversible if you try hard enough. <laughs> Just got to put some thought into it. Guess what? Go bolder. Um, the Red Sox finish behind not only the Yankees, which means they're not winning their division. Not only do they not get a wild card, but they will finish behind the Rays and either the Blue Jays or the Orioles. So they will finish fourth in their division. That was very specific. Well, you're making me go bolder on a bold prediction. So they will finish fourth out of five in the division. Because I believe when you start trading away your best player – That tells everyone else in the team, we don't really care about this year, and they end up in a bad place. Uh, Next, how about this one? Tyrod Taylor, who hasn't even been named the starter of the L.A. Chargers, not only as a starter, but as a pro bowler next year. Wow. Don't act so surprised. Tyrod's a monster. Um, And lastly, Jalen Cohn scores 20 tomorrow against Pittsburgh. Mm. A 20-burger. 20-burger. it? What's he been Burger? Yeah. Anytime someone hits like a 20-burger, a 30-burger, a 40-burger, just scoring that many points. Putting up a 60-burger is scoring 60 points. So I think Jalen Cohn scores a 20-burger. I do like burgers. He doesn't eat 20-burgers like you're thinking. <laughs> if right now. That would be wildly entertaining. Bold prediction, bro. I sit you in front of your favorite burger joint, uh, and they just keep bringing burgers until you're tired. How many could you put away?
0: Ooh, honestly, I think I could probably do five. Probably. Five, five, maybe more,
1: maybe a little more. I I think I could put like realistically, I could put down like eight or nine. Really? Yeah. I mean, see, I wasn't. If I to if I did it properly, high. right? If I worked out that morning, I didn't eat much, and and then you know late afternoon when your stomach starts to grumbling, you go. I think I could put eight or nine. Little water, just a little bit of water. Not a lot of toppings, right? I don't need the tomatoes, the lettuce, the onions. I don't need all of that when I'm saving space. I think we need a burger eating contest. A now. hint of ketchup. Just because I like the taste. I like I'm more of a mayonnaise guy. Mm.
0: I like mayo, cheese, and lettuce. Ah. Shredded lettuce if possible. It's oh. oh. a terrible burger. What? Terrible Maybe burger. Some onions too don't
1: never hurt either. Terrible burger. Uh uh-uh. uh. Let's There's take a break stuff. when we come back. We have picks and, and hopefully we won't be picking whatever that burger was. Next, Tim Donnelly Show. Poki fans start jumping. More of the Tim Donnelly show is next on WRAD. I'm Tim Donnelly alongside producer Lobro here inside the Mockadoo studio. Guests and callers join us on the Baker team hotline. As I've said a few times this weekend, I am going to see a little, little comedy show action. A um, little Martin Lawrence, little Jay Farrow. Hmm. I believe D-Ray Davis. A little comedy show action. Uh, And with that, I encourage you all to download the SeatGeek app, S-E-A-T-G-E-E-K, if you're interested in comedy, but maybe you're not a comedy person, right? I I appreciate stand-up comedy. I like a good story. I like a good joke. Got any good knock-knock jokes? Oh, man.
0: Uh, no. Knock-knock. Who's there? Nobody. Nobody who? (laughs) Hi!
1: Bet you didn't see that one coming. I stole that from the movie The Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, man. Um, that was horrible. That was so good. You walked right into it. Uh, but I, I, like, I like comedy. I'm a big comedy fan. I like going to see live comedy, so we're going to see live comedy. Uh, if you're into music, you're into music more, more so than comedy. I would say that about you, Lobro. not gotten to know you over the year and a half. Um, if you're interested in music, go catch a concert. SeatGeek app can help you there. If you're listening to this show, there's a good chance you're a sporting event person. If you're a sporting event person, go to the SeatGeek app. They can take care of you there. It maybe there's a chance that on this Valentine's you're giving someone tickets and you want to think maybe a ballet, maybe a theater show, maybe a musical of some kind, and you're going to grin and bear it and you're going to go watch it and you're going to do it because you care about the person you're giving the tickets to. SeatGeek app, they can make it happen for you. I mean, if you're going to go see something you don't want to see, you might as well have good cheap tickets. Might as well get a steal on it. I know people that'll buy stuff they have absolutely no interest in using just because they got a deal on it. It was on sale. I had to get it. You don't use those. Yeah, but they were on sale. SeatGeek app, they'll tell you. Good deal, bad deal. It's Millions of tickets combined under one app. So I, all I can say is, is check it out and use promo code TIM. That's promo code TIM, like the Tim Donnelly show. Promo code TIM to get $10 off your first purchase. We'd appreciate it and you'd save money. It's a win-win. All right, that's the seat geek app. Now, picks. All-star game. Start with that. Team LeBron, Team Giannis. Ready? Okay. Team LeBron has the names you'd recognize, right? Anthony Davis, James Harden, right? The, the big old splashy names. Yeah. Team Giannis has a lot of the first-time All-Stars. Kemba Walker, or he's not a first-time All-Star, but he's a first-time kind of preeminent all-star uh, Chris Middleton, right? He's, he's got a lot of these, these lesser known, right? Joel Embiid probably isn't as established. He's, he's got, he's the, the underdog.
0: I feel like Giannis wants to prove something with this. I feel like, like, like that, picks.
1: but also I think he drafted guys that he knows aren't laxadaisical about the all-star game, right? When you're, when you've been to an all-star game as many times as some of the guys on Team LeBron have been, you might not have the same like uh, spark with it. Right?
0: Like jaded a little bit.
1: You're just like, hey, let's put on a show for the fans. Let's uh, let's make sure everybody has a good time. Let's make sure everybody gets a couple shots up, their chance to shine. Let's make sure everybody gets a chance to sell some sneakers, right? Let's uh, let's have let's have fun, right? Let's put on a show. If we're more globetrotter than we are NBA, that's fine. Meanwhile, if you are a first-time all-star, you're sitting there like, I need to prove that I am one of the 24 best basketball players on the planet. I need to prove that I belong in the same room as these guys. No one is questioning Anthony Davis on if he is one of the best basketball players on the planet. No one's going to be like, hey, James Harden, do you really think you can score against the best of the best? He's like, "Well, I do it literally every night and I've been doing it for 10 years, so what are you talking about?" But if you're Chris Middleton, you might want to you might be out there like, "Hey, you know what, guys? I want to score so I can prove I'm one of the best." So I think Giannis wisely chose a bunch of guys that aren't going to be out there just to put on a show. He wisely chose even the lesser names, the guys that are out there to to earn their spot amongst the elite of the elite. Younger, maybe still have a hint of that teenager invincibility. You know how a 18, 19-year-old never thinks like they're ever going to get hurt? Yeah. The older guys that have been in the league for 10 years, they're thinking about saving energy, right? Rest. rest, 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 recovery, recovery, recovery. Young guys don't think about that. So I'm going with the underdog in the All-Star game. I'm taking Team Giannis. And usually, you—I know you like a good underdog story—but usually, you don't like to bet against like the greatest I of do, the greatest. I, and if this were a regular game, if these were teams and they were playing in the NBA Finals, Team LeBron all day, every day. I'm, 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 I'm like a psychologist at this one, right? I'm like, I'm like a a Sigmund Freud on this one. I'm looking into their psyches and seeing who really wants it, and I think Team Giannis really wants it. Looking at college basketball, all of the ACC picks of the weekend. Notre Dame at number seven, Duke. Um, uh, I mean, it's got to be Duke. They're they're a charm team right now. Go ahead and give me the Duke Blue Devils at home. Syracuse at Florida State. Borderline same is true, right? Florida State may have lost to Duke, but they're still one of the top ten teams in the country. I still think they're a charm team. Give me the Florida State Seminoles. Wake at Miami. Miami's probably the better team. I could be convinced Wake could make a move here. But uh, with Miami at home, I think it's too much to overcover. Give me the Hurricanes. Number five, Louisville at Clemson. Clemson has beaten good teams. They've beaten Duke, right? They've beaten some some quality opponents. Uh, I don't think they beat Louisville. Uh, Pittsburgh at Virginia Tech. Go ahead and give me the Hokies. 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 Hold on. Hokies. Uh- Hokies. There we go microphone just took off on me. All right, here we go. UVA at North Carolina. I think UVA is good enough to beat the very, very significantly underperforming North Carolina Tar Heels. North Carolina State at BC. That is the Sunday game. North Carolina State's the better team. Give me NC. Uh, In the XFL. Here we go. This is wild. Guardians at Defenders. Um, I think the Guardians have the better team, but I think the Defenders at home, that DC... (laughs) They I need ne- something to rally behind. I never thought I'd say this. That D.C. crowd is the difference here. They're going to be chanting. They're going to be going nuts. Give me the defenders. Uh, Vipers at Dragons. Uh, I think the Vipers have a problem with their quarterback position, so go ahead and give me the Dragons. Renegades at Wildcats. Um, I'm, I'm taking your Renegades. I think your Renegades can make it happen. The Wildcats really didn't impress me last week. Give me the Renegades. I mean, you probably just don't like the name Wildcats either. That's just it's a, just boring. It's, it's, it's just boring. It's like the
0: Dragons. It's like, eh, yeah, come on.
1: It's just it's boring. Nah. No, Dragons are at least, they went for it. They, they, I mean, that's different. That's right. Wildcats, like there's Kentucky Wildcats, there's Arizona Wildcats, there's the Wildcats, there's that Wildcats. There's, wildcats. There's, there's so many Wildcats. You don't need that there's many. There's the high wildcats. school musical Wildcats as well. That's why you like the Wildcats? No. You better hurry up. We're running out of time. Battlehawks at Roughnecks. You know where I'm going with this. I think the Roughnecks are going to throw the ball all over the place. To me, that might be the two best teams in the league right there. Battlehawks and Roughnecks. Those uh, are all
0: like great names,
1: too. Uh, Battlehawks, Roughnecks, Guardians, Defenders, all 1-0, all playing each other. We'll have two undefeated teams coming out of uh, this week in the XFL. Uh, so those are the picks. That's how we do it. That's it for the week. Congratulations, everybody. You have made it through the week, or at least to the beginning of Friday. Uh, And uh, happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. Hopefully you have a safe and wonderful holiday weekend. Uh, Enjoy golf. Go Tiger. Enjoy XFL. Go Roughnecks. Enjoy basketball. Go Hokies. And enjoy the All-Star Game. Go Team Giannis. We'll see you on Monday. Until then, have a great weekend, everybody.